This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Support for the Happy Hour comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's blow-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. So, hi, Dave here. I'm not running this ad with uh, Beth or Veronica for reasons that you're about to figure out. So, here we go. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Their lawnmower, <laughs> 2.0, has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag anything down there. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The lawnmower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice, down there and keep in mind to not use the same trimmer on your face lads get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bigheads at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with code bigheads hello hi dave's giving me the silent treatment yup what that's awkward on a podcast <laughs> yeah well it's her own fault what did she do she has never seen die hard oh i know right goodness gracious holy fuck i i'm mad at people that want to say it's not a christmas movie it's a christmas movie it happens at christmas totally a christmas movie (laughs) it's not a christmas movie we saw home alone 2 yesterday christmas movie, which is okay it's a christmas movie about two thieves that have so many things that should kill them happen to them in the space of like 25 minutes and they and that's a christmas movie miraculously yep. unscathed yep yes <laughs> the sticky bandits the sticky bandits <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious and five five four, four three <laughs> two and one Hello listeners, welcome back to yet another, oh my god, yet another episode of the Happy Hour. My name is David Auger and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com. I'm going to make sure I'm recording at the moment. And I am! I am joined as always by Beth. Hello, Uh, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. She still doesn't know her at and Veronica. <laughs> yeah, I am at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And Veronica has known that at for a very long time due to the uh, copious uh, discussion that we had about it on the last podcast with Paul good. Campbell. I was a, it was, I was a fan. very good, and I'm very happy that Paul joined us. So, hi, Paul. Thanks for listening again. Hi, Paul. Now, hello, of course, Paul. hello, Paul. Now, of course, not a whole lot to talk about, I suppose. Uh, We've only had one game since uh, the last podcast, that being with the New York Rangers at MSG, the quote-unquote most famous arena in the world. Uh, I was there, avec mon oncle. New Egaron, La Match. Okay, so 
<laughs> I think that I think I think that's correct. Nous 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 avons gagné. And we yeah fucking a gagné. That's, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Damn straight, exactly. Montabanac. Victoire pour la Canadienne. Two one over the New York Rangers in a very well. It was a tight game. They played each other rather conservatively for the most part. One would say i'm looking at the stats now though some things occurred that i did not know and we were 61 percent on the face-off dot that night and that's incredible 61 yay that's the, great now at the end of the first period we were in the 80s and i was like whoa that's uh that's uh that's pretty good uh for the for the habs there yeah so uh some uh First uh, period, I think it was like, yeah, uh, halfway through the first period, a sweet uh, dish from Tatar to Deneau to Gallagher. And where was Gallagher? Back door, rushing right into the net, nets it in, one nothing going into the second, which uh, eventually... Wait a minute. What? What else happened in the first? Nothing. <sighs> Wasn't the first period. Yes, it was. I don't think so. It was literally like 20 seconds after Gallagher scored. Oh. Oh. The, okay. The Rangers went to tie it up furiously at the Rangers' net. And Strom took a shot three feet away from Shea Weber's face. And Shea Weber caught the shot with his face. With his face. With his man mountain face. Avec son right. visage, I think. Is that oui. one? Okay. Yes. Nice. I fucking Good nailed job. it. Uh, uh, get it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad for that. And didn't miss a shift. No, no, he didn't. Uh, I Now I recall uh, watching it happen, and uh, Ponch, my uncle, was sitting there. I was like, Ponch, you just got hit in the face with a puck. He's like, nah, he's fine. He's skating around. I'm like, well, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah what this means so, it's like the time good. that i went to the the it's not exactly like it but i went to the pet shop <laughs> and there was a mouse like stuck underneath the bottom of the the, the mouse cage and uh... they like pulled the they pulled the mouse out the pet shop people did and he would just was like he was flat he was really flat for like five minutes but he was just running around <laughs> acting like he was normal well, and I heard it on the radio I mean, that's when exactly, Dan and Sergio uh, were calling it. What it's like. So, I'm sure Dan and Sergio were like, eh, whoever pucked to the face, he skates off, play resumes. So they go, whoa. <laughs> you know, what did uh, Dan said, oh, he fearlessly blocked it. And then they're like, oh, he's down. He's hurt. Well, he's back up again. He is Shea Weber after all. Uh. Like, he, was like, he just spent like half a second on the ground and then he skated off. And I was listening to all of this on the radio, so I didn't see the images. Mm. But then, like, we were kind of in it. It was We were on a road trip. We were kind of in and out of cell range. And then yeah. when I had cell range again, looked at Twitter, and I saw the clips of him, like, screaming about something on the bench with blood. Just, like, he's just, like, bleeding out on the bench, and he's acting like he isn't. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, yeah. talking and stuff. Giving people shit. <laughs> So I also didn't get to watch the game because I was at work, and but I was working in the boonies of the warehouse, so I snuck my phone out, which I'm not supposed to do, and I turned on the um, the the radio broadcast, and I put it in my... I wear men's flannels to work 
because it's comfy and warm. And they have pockets. And so uh-huh. I just put, put it in my pocket Yay. so I can listen to the game or whatever. And I was, like, hearing them describe, like, Shea Weber and, like, what happened. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so, like, I, like, looked around and I was, like, went to Twitter really fast. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, just seeing him <laughs> just, like, telling people stuff with blood just chilling yes. on his face. Like, he's like, this is fine. I am unbothered. But he was mad about something. He was shouting. And then they finally fixed him up. Yeah. Once they allowed him to. He Once allowed, he allowed them. them. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, as uh, as aptly mentioned by uh, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. At Allure. Hi, Twitter.com. Um, nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just such, a, such an apt... Apt lined from an incredible movie, Dodgeball, starring uh, Will Ferrell and a bunch of other people. And the other guy. Ben, ben Stiller. 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 And then Average Joe, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, from um, Wedding Crashers. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn with the weird thumb. You never oh, see yeah, his yeah, thumb yeah. on screen, except in Rudy once, and you're like, oh my god, what the fuck's wrong with his toe? Thumb! Well, I was glad. Because that's what it looks like. Um... I've only seen Dodgeball the one time. So good. So I can't recite it. Watch it yeah. again. Just one of the best. <laughs> My ever. son wants me to. Good. Your uh, son is wise. <laughs> um, I was just so relieved because to hear Dan Robertson for the second game in a row go, oh my God, like when he said right. about uh, KK, oh, he's hurt. And it was just like, oh, and he and Sergio were just like so uh serious about that and in describing it it just made me sick to my stomach but um no but just to hear weber's heard i was just like oh my god but two seconds later oh he's up he's fine Woo-hoo. i was i was kind of embarrassed that to- i even worried about yeah. shay weber what the hell were you thinking like i know i feel disloyal i feel lucky's drinking water can you hear that yes yeah Welcome, okay. Lucky. What do you oh, think about all this? <laughs> she just wants to be a part She's of it. She's like, why were you even worried? He's a man mountain. Exactly. Yeah. And so today, Mo Khan, um, because we hadn't seen Shea Weber yet since uh, Friday night. Mo Khan. Mo Khan for TSN 690 was oh. in the uh, locker room today. And he said that Shea Weber has really dry chap lips. Oh my God! What are we going to do to wreck to uh, alleviate this situation? Some shea salve, (laughs) Weber wax, or Burt's bees. No. Yes, Burt's bees. No bees. Yeah, Burt's bees. He has to hydrate more, and he has to do more about his lip care. But other than that, where is uh, Bailey? Bailey, Bailey, get your man, his wife. Oh, is that his heard. wife's name? I feel like I think I'm pretty sure that's his wife's name. It, it it could be. He's so private. We don't know anything. He is very private. Like we saw his sons once, and I'm like, oh shit. He's got it's a son children. and a daughter. Oh, I thought it was two sons. Damn. I'm pretty sure it's a boy and a girl. See, that's how much we don't know. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, um, one of his kids has but... a doctorate from MIT. No. <laughs> what? No. No. Hey, his wife is Bailey. Bailey, get about... your man's lip. I uh, I lied about that. <laughs> just just saying. David Michelle. 
Joseph. Don't make me come up there. <laughs> nice try. Oh, especially. and he just has a little bruise and he lost no teeth, so he's fine. Yeah, really. He gets all his calcium. Yeah. Yes, he did okay. That's what Probably. helps your teeth, David. It's calcium. I, mm -hmm. I know. All I your bones. I didn't say anything. Oh. Okay. Okay, so that was the first period. Yeah, and then uh, defensive breakdown, weird tip, and then some guy scores on Carey Price one-on-one, one-one for the rest of the period. It wasn't really a defensive breakdown. Well, I mean... Poor... Poor... Um, Liskinen? Petrie. Was it Liskinen, actually? No, I don't recall. The puck was coming to him. Oh, shit. And Is it this just bounced over up? his stick. All right. I might have. Ah, crap. That's wrong. Woo. Sorry. We should have looked this up before we. Nope. Well, actually, I just uh, tried to. I'm going on getting... memory. I'm going. I just tried getting into something, and there was some very rude sounds. Not too rude, but just. Sorry for the awkward music, everybody. You, the girls couldn't hear it. I did. Sorry. Now, um, uh, don't worry about it. What? Because things that happen on my computer, you people. Was it you... like a bounce? No, no, no. Nothing like that. Stuff oh, that okay. happens on my computer, you two cannot hear, but it's how the recording process works. And I was like, oh, let me just look at the highlight. Bam! Cats commercial. <laughs> Fuck! Not at all what I wanted. Like the musical or cat products? Cats the musical. So pretty much the worst case scenario. <laughs> Ew. In this. In this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lord. This new one is. Oh, I have opinions. I bet you do. We're a hockey podcast. Yeah. <sighs> Who is on the ice? How do you find this shit on the fucking NHL website? Is it oh possible? <laughs> you go to the game, and then you go to the box, and then you click. Yeah, you go to the box, and then you scroll down until you get to the first period. Yeah, but <laughs> does sorry. it tell you what? It's probably also on the replay. Well, see, I clicked the replay, and guess what happened? Go to here's your replay. Cats! No. That motherfucking no. because an ad comes up and then I gotta like quickly find the volume button to mute it or else burn, there it comes all the shit again. So it's okay though. I'm just wondering. Um, I'm just I'm just wondering. Anyway, it was Liskinen. It? it was the young guy, and um the puck just bounced over his stick and it was just it just sucked. I tweeted out, Oh poor Liskinen, because you could tell from the way that Dan and Sergio were calling it, it was just like, oh, what a bad break for a guy. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, after that happened, you know who went to, to him on the bench and put his arm around him? Brandon Gallagher. Brandon Gallagher! Yes, he did. Now I recall Good that. boy, Brandon Gallagher. It's okay, Autobot. Yes. You'll do good next time. That's a leader. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then the rest of the game continued as is, while my uncle and I drank Budweiser and ate popcorn. <laughs> In the excellent Coors Light Bridge uh, at MSG, because uh, uh, I purchased the tickets from my friend who has the 11 uh, pa ticket package there, because he's a freaking nut job. But, um. <laughs> mm. 11 was... ticket package? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Hey, you can go to 11 home games, just, you know, pay like $8 billion. It's like, oh, I have $8 billion. Right. <laughs> Boom. I'm like, ah, I don't yeah. want to go to this game today. You know. 
all that shit happens. Yeah. Anyway, something funny that my uncle mentioned. He he looked around. Like we got to MSG and we're hanging out by the uh, by the ice uh, during the pregame and whatnot. And uh, he was looking around. He's like, you know, Dave, this isn't much bigger than the uh, Times Union Center. And I was like, <laughs> it's funny you say that because the Times Union Center, of course, is the uh, arena, quote unquote, in Albany, which uh, Celine Dion was at the other night. And um, well, 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 that's what I said. I was like, Miss Dion, Madame Dion is here. Wow. 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 That's amazing. I didn't know she was playing. I had no idea. <laughs> anyway. Um, so how, however many seats are in which way are the other one, but MSG isn't all that big of a rink and Ponch said, he's like, Dave, I gotta go up to Montreal with you sometime. I'm like, okay. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we would have a good time. It's so funny. Cause after the game, skipping around on the story a little bit, cause after the game, Ponch was like, Oh Dave, let's go out. I was like, what? We have a train in an hour. Yeah. It's good enough for three beers. I was like, oh, and he wasn't lying. Three beers? Yeah. In like the span of an hour, you know. All at once. Sounds about right. Just running gun. Gotta be close to the bathroom. Lock stock, ready to rock. No, come on. Whatever. Boys don't pee. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. But interestingly enough, we uh, met up with uh, some Scottish Habs fans at Hell MSG. Yeah. Uh, very Scottish. Did you tell them about the podcast? I did, and they said that they might be listeners. So, hello, Scottish Habs people, hi, if guys. you're listening. Thank you for saying hello. hi and drinking beers with us in the midst of the bowels of New York City. Um, so, in the third period, and something cool about this, it was, uh, I was thinking, oh, we're going to get some extra play. You know, uh, it was one, it was, it's 1-1 one, one going into the final two minutes of the game, but God damn it. Did Nick Cousins have something to say about that? Rushes in, takes a shot, rebound by uh, Alexander Dare with an A-R. Dare, Georgiev, rebound. And who's coming in the back door but none other than Nathan Thompson. Cousins is smart enough to say, hello, I have a puck. Let me pass it over to that guy. Yeah. Puck is passed over. Bam! Pretty. Goal, shimmy. And there it is. Uh, the Habs were able to keep uh, the... Rangers attack at bay, and there it is. Habs win it two to one against the New York Rangers, thus getting revenge for that crippling yeah. defeat three weeks ago at the Bell Center. And Suzuki got a yes. point on that play too. Nick yes, he did. Suzuki. Nick he started Suzuki. it. How what? Oh he yes, he did. It. He stole the puck. Yes, he did. Because he's smart. Wonderkind. He's a smart kid who's not playing in the AHL like some other one person. Oh shit! He's... Oh shit! Just saying, there's a reason Suzuki is here and not Rabat Rabat person. Redacted. Redacted. Called so, it. uh, Redacted. anyways, there's a good story about that too because it just happened with summer. uh, yeah, right. Well, I don't think I would have said that last summer. I don't think I did. Well, this past summer, I called it. Oh, that really. Check the receipts, Sorry. David. I'm looking skeptically at my mic you know, as, um, as if you're do you there. Know who remem you know who, who remembered was Pepper Maria. Maria with a Y. Oh, Maria with K a K underscore. Oh, yeah. She said, oh, yeah, the, but the mountains. 
She said right. something about Veronica being right. Mm. You're going to have to uh, toss that at me sometimes. I'm not I one don't to... Remember. Yeah, I did call it. Okay, okay. But I just always... I mean, I didn't know if I did it out loud or in my head because I just always knew. Like, hmm. we've seen... The, the, what, what I... We're talking about Ryan Paling, by the way. Oh, I was talking about Suzuki. Oh, oh, well then, yeah, of course Suzuki's awesome. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, that guy's a fucking but phenom. But out of the two, it's just because over the, sorry, David, just because over the summer, what? it's sort of the, the general consensus among the, among the fan base was that, oh, well, Paling is going to obviously be, and Su is obviously going to be in the NHL, and Suzuki should go to Laval because, goodness gracious, his oh, age, yeah, you know, yeah, wrapping yeah. in bubble wrap, all word, that word, stuff, word. and I was just like, I think it's going to be the other way around. Bam! Bam! Tough acting to acting. So much power. So. Suzuki <laughs> is just so smart. And remember over the summer, especially that piece, which I did not know, but that piece about him having gone to a school where you learn create, where you learn creatively and oh, you're really? encouraged to use creativity. There was this whole piece. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. I'll find it again. It was on NHL.com. And I shared it, actually, widely, maybe a few times in the summer because I was so impressed by it. And that is the thing about this kid. And that's why he knows how to use his brain and why he's just – he's so – I mean, he obviously was so smart and he was born with this gift, but he knows how to use it. And I'm just so, every time he's on the ice, watching what he's doing and <clears throat> watching him think. And he, sometimes stuff doesn't work out, but it's not because he had the wrong instinct. You know, <clears throat> now to supplement that, uh, I've, I went to the rookie showcase, showdown? Yeah. The showdown, whatever one it was, the rookie tournament <laughs> um, over in yeah. Belleville with the esteemed Grant McCag. Hi, Grant. Thanks for listening. Um, Hi, and Grant. Suzuki Hello. was just on a, he was just on another level for those yeah. games. The Habs, the Habs teams weren't able to, uh, get a win against, you know, the Senders team that has like, whoever the hell that one kid is in there that's been there for eight years. But regardless, Suzuki, Kachuk? no, 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 it wasn't Kachuk. It was the guy that they just called up like this season, but he's been in oh the AHL for like ever. Regardless, um, Suzuki was just on another level. And seeing him live then, I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense to me now. Now I get the hype. And there it was. And part of it to me, too, is watching him. Um, uh, a big similarity to Kutkaniemi. Um, after games, post games, pre games, after practices, everything else. It's just very calm, composed. Um, matter of fact, sort of seems focused and mature, both of them, Kotkaniemi and Suzuki. And can you and imagine I... that he does that while playing video games with Shea Weber? Hmm. hmm. Yeah, can you imagine playing video games with Shea Weber? I honestly fucking can't. Oh my god! Like, if we play Mario he Kart, Frogger. I will... Oh. I can play Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Crash Bandicoot is the best. I'm really good at it, too. Oh my Except god. The one level where there's the ball running. Like you're That's going like the first level. I am so good at that one. I never could be always had running to get my chasing you? Yes, uh... I was going to get my brother all about timing. Play that level for me. 
The one that I hate is in the very first series is the one slippery sliding or whatever. Yeah. Where the ice. By the castle. Yeah, with the ice, yeah. You know, running by the castle and the, the arms grabbing out of the windows and stuff. Oh, wow. Yes. You know that one? Yes. Our listeners will. Yes. That's... Crash Bandicoot is a staple of uh, the video game genre, and it was yeah. a staple of uh, PlayStation as well, who uh, came into the market 25 years ago. It was actually the anniversary a few days ago, and there's a big, uh, you know, everyone's remembering Wowzers. all the retros. So 25 years of PlayStation. Thank you, Sony Entertainment, for giving us <laughs> so much leisure time. So with all that said. Oh, one more thing that I was going to say. Oh, guys, say it. Is that, um, you know how um, people, I mean, it's so funny because with all of the clamoring right now in Habs Nation about bringing up Ryan Paling and why is why has Ryan Paling been passed over, I'm not going to concern myself too much with what's going on with Ryan Because it's not that fucking good at the moment. Well, I'm just going to trust Yoel Bouchard. Like, imagine... We, we all trust him, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine, yep. imagine thinking that a player is good because he pretty much eliminated the, well... Because he did good against the Leafs. Once. Look, look at the Leafs, and yeah, once at that, like preseason, yeah. he's getting concussed in preseason. Not fair judgment. It definitely nope. isn't fair. But he also got opened himself up for the hit. Same thing happens when he gets called up in the regular season. Gets himself opened up for a hit. Sent back down. Plays center in Laval for a little bit. Gets moved to the wing. Recently for a bit and um yeah i believe that uh bouchard has his work cut out for him mm-hmm. in regards to ryan paling yeah well and just to sort of finish that off i, I mean I, I i couldn't tell you i have no idea the only thing that i know about ryan paling is what they occasionally mention about him on tsn 690 if a if he's doing well in the ahl or whatever but like i said i trust joel bouchard i'm not I'm not upset about anything, but a lot of the people who um, are clamoring for Ryan Paling to come up don't to understand. The big club and don't understand. But on on the same by the same token, they also um, you know are some of the same who have said Kutkaniemi should go back down and Suzuki should go back down about these two players. On the one hand, I think that it's their maturity level um, that keeps them with the big club. But on the other hand, it's also the fact that they're sharing a room with Shea Weber. There's, there's a veteran presence and veteran leadership in that room that these guys are learning from. Like I was saying on Saturday, Saturday, Friday night, when we were driving and I heard about P- Shay's puck to the face and then he just didn't even want to get helped and he just skated off the ice. Whereas, I mean, us mere mortals, I don't even want to imagine how we would have reacted in such a scenario. But I was just thinking these guys, these guys Leskin and Suzuki, while well, Kutkaniemi wasn't there, but the young kids are looking at him and going, oh, okay. That's what you do in that situation. You that's, know, like he just leads by example. That's what you do in the NHL. The NHL, yeah. yes. You know, don't cry. There's no crying in hockey. I get knocked down, I but get, I get up again. Up again. You're da, da, never going to keep me down. Da, 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 
<laughs> nice. You get knocked down, get back up. And that's exactly unless what Shea Weber did. Yeah, except, unless uh, you get um, slew-footed against the boards and cartwheeled yeah. onto your head. Yeah. And he tried to get up, but he yep. did. There was no. He said no way. That. So yeah, we'll get I'm a. Still so furious uh, about that. Kokanyemi, I think he'll be he'll be back all right. He'll be okay. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. let's see what the hell else what's going on. So I had something to say about Nate Thompson about 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> Nate Thompson with that goal against the Rangers, it's Sorry. interesting. Well, no, it's it, that was a good segue because I've been wanting to talk about Ryan Paling and the baseless need for him to be in the Habs club. Like, no, he's not doing great in the AHL. So he has to develop more apparently. Yeah. And he's with the he's in the best hands, and that's going to take time. Exactly. And he's going to develop, and it's going to be great once he gets up here. Because Wheel, I don't know, did decent against the Rangers at center. But yep. there we are. So, with Nate Thompson, Nate Thompson's, uh, his first goal in the NHL came 11 years ago on November 4th, 2008, against the New York Rangers while he was an Islander. And I thought that was a nice cap off here. Whereas him coming into MSG, his first goal ever was against the Blue Shirts, and here we go, getting the game winner again against the Blue Shirts. Yeah, <laughs> and it cool. was it was pretty. He's got he's got good hands. Yes, he does. Oh yeah. yeah, let's talk about that other play that he made. Yeah, he was on fire there. I think uh, now that yeah now that uh. That drag of his, I can't recall if it was the third or second period, but wow. Didn't know that was in his arsenal. Didn't get the goal. And talk about not getting goals. Fucking Charles Houdon. Oh! oh no. <laughs> that was bad. Too, too bad. Good steal, but... Let's pause here and take a moment to hear from another podcast in the Big Heads Media Network. Hi, my name is Josh, and I am the host of Together, a Brighton & Hove Albion podcast. Dedicated to all things Albion, I cover our top five stories of the week every week out on Mondays. Uh, come and check us out if you want to learn more about the uh, seagulls on the south coast of Sussex uh, in England and anything Premier League. I would love to have you. We would love to have you. Uh, this is a podcast by a fan for the fans, um, and the more the merrier. So come on down to Together, a Brighton & Hove Albion podcast. No cigar. One day. Because I believe that he is now back down in Laval as well. And, um, oh, yeah, we can go into this now. So he gets sent back down. Who gets to call up? Riley Barber. And uh, Beth has all the info on Riley Barber. She <clears throat> oh, has her no. dissertation on him. Fuck. That's coming now. <laughs> He's 25. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's. I, th I thought he was a little one. No. He's not a wee bairn. No. He's not He's not. Um, he has small eyes like Paul Byron does. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he was drafted by the Washington Capitals. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And he went to Miami He's University. He's wearing. In Ohio. The Ohio one. Not the fun one in Florida. There's a know. Miami. Um, there's a Miami in Arizona. I found out today. Really? There's yeah. a Florida, New York. So. Oh God. Yeah. There's also a Utica, um, and there's also there's People. also a Troy. Seriously. There's also a. What's the one that Springfield? throws people? There's also 
Yep, there's a Springfield, I think, somewhere. No, I don't know. Anyway, there's, 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 a, there's a Valhalla in New York. Um, a lot of interesting names. What else do we have about yeah. Riley Barber? Um, Hold on. Got you. He... Do, 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 do. He is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Whoa. Um, Pittsburgh, I, PA. The Steel yes. City. New yes. York City. Um, he, in his freshman year, he was rewarded with the selection to the 2012 and 13 Central Collegiate Hockey Association All-Conference First Team. In 40 games, he tallied wow. 15 goals and 24 assists for a total of 39 points and was second in team scoring by then-sophomore Austin Zarnick, who I think now plays for uh, the Flames. Um, uh, he, in 2013, he was named the captain of the United States men's national junior hockey team for the 2014 World Juniors. And he was a member of the 2013 squad that won gold in the U.S. I think I watched that game. I can't remember. Oh, cool. Um, in 2015, he chose to forego his senior year at college and signed a three-year entry-level deal with the Capitals and was assigned to the Hershey Bears. He made his professional debut um, on October 10th, 2015. Duh, Bears. Um, and registered two goals and a 5-1 win over the Springfield Falcons. During the 2016-17 season, on February 24th, 2017, he made his NHL debut with the Capitals against the Oilers. And then he played. his next NHL game was on December 7, 2018, um, he replaced TJ Oshie, who had been actually, no, he did not replace TJ Oshie, but he was recalled after TJ Oshie was placed on injured reserve. Um, and then he went, he came to the Habs on July 1st, this past summer, um, as a free agent with a one way, a one year to two way contract. And he was waived on 20, September 24th, 2019 after participating in camp and assigned to the rocket. Um, <laughs> yes, he has won one gold medal. Um, that was the 2013, the 2013 World Juniors. Um, and his family, he said his family will be at the game on Tuesday. His mom actually <gasps> beat them there because she was so excited. Well, um, they're from Pittsburgh. Yes. He has, like, yeah, yeah, he has, he has not played in the NHL since um, the. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, he has not played in the NHL in since um, the 2016-17 season, despite that call up in the 2018 season. Um, he currently leads the Laval Rocket in points. And. Um... <laughs> oh. Robbie's home. <laughs> she had to do that right by the mic. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, I was reading the an article on the NHL website about him today, <clears throat> and um, they talked to Shea Weber about Riley <gasps> Barber, and Shea Weber says that they watch the Wall Rocket games sometimes while waiting for their own games to start. And he complimented Barber, saying, I have a screenshot, he said that it seems like Riley's always around the net in the right spot and is able to get things done offensively. Perfect. Yeah. 
that's what you want. And he's been yes. lighting it up. So there's reason that he got called up. Yeah, excited for him. Yeah, not gonna put not gonna put too much pressure on him. No, um, but we want him to I have a good time. We want him to have a good time. We want him to feel good. And also, I think that they should, uh, while they're waiting for the Byrons and the Druangs to return to the lineup, I think they got to do the boring thing. I think they got to play more of that boring game. Just while, just while we're getting our, 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 our unhealthy guys healthy again. Yeah. Like the formula, yes. how they won in New York. A little bit dull yes but it was they I'm played each other very very closely so on top of that riley barber uh last season with the hershey bears uh scored 60 points in uh 64 games played which put which would which made him uh the 21st most points in the league last season for the ahl so the guy can put up points as well and interestingly enough, last season, who is third overall in points in the AHL? None other than Daniel Carr. Look at that. Vroom, vroom. But he's doing well, isn't he? Yes, he is. I've heard good. I've seen good things on Twitter. Look at that. Happy for him. Good for start, start the, the car. car. Yeah, good for him. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how uh, Riley uh, Barber uh, slots in because he'll be taking on the big bad Pittsburgh Penguins who – which no matter what happens to them, they still do well. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter who's on the damn team, it seems. Um, speaking of the Penguins, tomorrow is Smart. their Star Wars night, Ooh. and they're having some. Their their Twitter account has had a certain player be the person that they have been using to hype up Star Wars night. Do you guys know who that player is? I hope it's Evgeny Malkin. No, I'm sorry. Well, I was Chewbacca. No, I don't care. <laughs> it's um, it, I don't know. You have? Do you have a guess, Veronica? No. It's Galchenyuk. They've been oh. using Galchenyuk to hype up their Star Wars night, which I thought was interesting. Given that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> given all the rumors abounding lately on Ooh, internet about him yes. <gasps> about him being <laughs> possibly on the trading block um yeah i believe it he sucks David. there's yeah well what are you supposed to say he can't I, put it together there's he a reason why players are traded sucks from the habs they don't got what a team needs to succeed and now we take a look at how things are now of course 2020 is the perfect you know if you're looking back on things whatever the fucking phrase is i don't recall but uh, 2020 hindsight vision. is 2020, hindsight is 2020. <laughs> for um, once i get the same right you, good you job veronica and Yay! Um, that trade for max domi is looking a hell of a lot better even though max domi isn't having a really great year either but that's going to come once he figures himself out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, as is. Uh, all the luck to uh, Galchenyuk, and hopefully he doesn't end up in Russia or something. I don't know. Yeah, it would suck. Yeah. Yeah. I have something. Good. Tell us. 
So shortly before we began recording, hi, uh, Gary Bettman. Gary Bettman, yes. Please put continue. Put out a statement via NHL public public relations awesome. regarding um, the NHL culture and all of the talk that's been going on about coaching and coaching methods and stuff like that. Uh, they, in it, it's it, there's a few things that stood out to me in here. It's like number one. We don't like surprises. The Bill Peters situation was a complete surprise. Mm. Going hmm. forward, our clubs are on notice that if become if they become aware of an incident of conduct involving NHL personnel on off on or off the ice that is clearly inappropriate, unlawful, or demonstrably abusive, or that may violate the league's policies involving NHL club personnel on or off the ice, we at the league office, Bill Daly or me must be immediately advised. And it should say Bill Daly or I must be immediately advised. There will be zero tolerance for any failure to notify us. And in the event of such failure, the club and individuals involved can expect severe discipline. As it relates to incidents involving Bill Peters and Carolina, there seems to be some confusion between statements made by Peter Caramanos and Ron Francis, which I still need to sort out. Blah, 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 blah. Uh... Oh, God. However, I'm fairly clear that none of this has anything to do with Carolina under Tom Dundon, who was among the first to call me when Peter's conduct came to light. And he first learned about the Peter's physical abuse allegations in Carolina. Good job, Paul, Tom Dundon, whatever your name is. Uh, okay, what I do not believe most NHL, while I do not believe that most NHL coaches conduct themselves in an inappropriate manner, in fact, I believe most NHL coaches are professional and respectful in the way they coach, and the profession is not deserving of blanket condemnation because of the conduct of some individuals. However, in order to expedite a change in culture and make sure the, make clear the expectations we have for the conduct of coaches and other personnel, we will formulate a mandatory annual program on counseling, consciousness raising, education, and training on diversity and inclusion. This training, blah, 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 blah. Da, 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 da. This, there was something in here. Oh, a couple of closing points. Not everyone will approve of every coach's methods. However, there are lines that cannot be crossed. Clearly, physical abuse and racial and homophobic language cross the line. And while we, we acknowledge that there may be other actions that could cross the line or fall in a gray area, we hope that the program we create and its attended consciousness raising will help better define what is and is not acceptable conduct and will make for a better playing and coaching environment. So it, the, uh, all of that, I think, is great. Um, I, I think acknowledging that there is, I mean, they had no choice, no choice but to acknowledge it because it's kind of like, you know, it's sort of... Uh, on the level of the Me Too movement where more and more voices are speaking up about things that have happened to them. But um, what he talked about, the physical abuse and racial and homophobic language, none of that applies to all of the allegations against Mike Babcock, which he is now the devil, you know, in social media and across media and especially Toronto media, they're 
you know, there's like vilifying him so much. So I just thought that it was interesting that that specific language was used and also to sort of clarify that not all coaches are 100%. Not all coaches are unanimous in how they coach or motivate their players or get their teams to play well or whatever. But um, I just thought that that was an interesting distinction that was made in the statement. And I liked that Gary Bettman, you know, basically laid out what there would be zero tolerance for, which is a step, right? Well, it seems to be uh, that Bettman, for blows my mind, that Bettman's attempting to protect players more than the Department of Player Safety at the yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's something I saw on Twitter and I thought it was clever. Now, which is, and all that is great. And they mentioned too that a, um, an outside agency will be handling the training and, uh, the anonymous, uh, tip line that people can call, that players can call in case something happens. And that's good because you take a look at the picture of everyone that's involved with this. What was it? Was it a governor's meeting in the NHL or was it something else? I think it's a governor's meeting. Okay, because that's a whole lot of white people talking about racial diversity. Mm-hmm. Well, good for them. And yeah, good for them. So, let's... good for them to talk about it and you know contemplate it and try to do something about it. I mean, we can't. Inclusion starts with we the can't people get mad about everything. Yeah, that are I just... actually making the calls. I saw a picture of yeah. the meeting room. And it was all old white dudes. That's exactly what yeah. I'm talking Which about. Which needs to change. That's exactly what I meant. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, I know. I know what you meant. But at the same time, all those people were hockey people back in the day. And how many people were not white back in the day? For hockey, exactly. mind you, not very many. So... No. That just seems to be the deck of cards that we are dealt. And we got a whole lot of diamonds. Or yeah. hearts at that. Mm, spades. And clubs. Well, <laughs> that's what we need more of because... Jokers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good enough. So, yeah, hopefully that all works out and comes to a more positive league moving forward. I'm for it. Yeah. Everyone else should yeah. be for it. Yep. Anyone that's not for it can go jump off a bridge. Not literally, guys, but you know, no, just don't a, do what Dave tells you. A deep, a deep river that's not <laughs> like that far Dave away. Yeah. But you know, just just don't break <laughs> your Dave, leg. Yeah. If Dave told you to go jump off a bridge, would you do it? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that's Veronica put it very very poignantly there. <laughs> Thank God. It's a saying. It is a saying. Thank you. Thank you. So, now that that happened, um, the last bit of no news that I have is that the United States Team oh, USA yes. preliminary roster has been named for the World Fuck Junior yeah. Hockey Championship next year, 2020. And who's in it? None other than, and I'm going to say it correctly, Jordan Harris has made the team. He plays for Northeastern University in 17 games. He has three goals and 11 points. But uh, aside from the excitement of Jordan Harris, we also have, of course, our little badger, Cole Caulfield. 18 games, 12 goals, 20 points. 
I mean, he. I would imagine that he's a shoe in. That's S H O O in uh, for the final roster for Team USA. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, like, how how can you not have like the NCAA's best goal scorer not on the team? Yeah. If he's exactly. not on the team, I will get my knickers in a twist. I will not watch. I won't. Yeah, I won't watch either. Fair. Nope. Done. Done. Nope. Done. Sorry, Jordan. So, don't include him at your own peril. And Keandre. Shit. Who's Keandre? Oh, wow. Keandre Miller. That guy. The teammate. That, the teammate. He's, With he the mom. He's Wisconsin. And the mom. He's oh, the yeah. Rangers. That's right. Yeah. And his mom was like, thank you. And they're like best friends. Oh, my God. Damn it. And he wants to pay for all of her stuff with his first NHL check. Nice. Oh, my God. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hear some police sirens just now? Nope. No, I thought well, I was lucky didn't. whining. I muted my phone. Ooh. So, I, like, I saw these blue lights flashing by my window. What did you do? And I hear, whoop, whoop. And I'm like, shit, they're here for me. They finally po, po. caught me. They're finally coming for me. Po, no. po. So I, I look outside, and it's a little police Santa parade. Oh, my God. Like, this, this little, this, this little, this police car drove by with his lights going, and then right behind it is a sleigh with Santa. Whoa. Just driving right through what? my complex. I wish my kids were little again. Damn it. Damn it. I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, I put my phone on mute, and uh, you didn't hear it, but now I've told you all about it. It was just Santa? That was it? Well, there was a pro- he probably had elves in there. It's kind of dark out, but um, yeah, what I mostly saw were the lights, <laughs> the flashing lights, and I'm just like, <laughs> what the hell? It was something good. Santa. Santa. He should be at the North Pole. Getting ready. What is he doing? God, he's, it's like busy season right now. Yeah. What the fuck, Santa? He, Let's go. Vancouver. <laughs> Jeez, how long have you been doing this? It's not like the, it's not like the recipe changed, man. <laughs> God. Buddy the Elf is up there helping out. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, aside from that, I don't think I have anything else to bitch about this I week. I got two <laughs> tiny no. I don't have anything to bitch about either. I just have two tiny pieces of news. Good. Um, yeah, yeah. First oh, one. Motherfucker. Sorry. One Aww. second. Dave is so profane tonight. I, um, something else went off that shouldn't have. Oh. All right. I fixed it. Go oh, ahead. So many alerts. How many monitors do you have, Dave? Two. Oh, okay. Um. I would have three if I didn't have books on the other side of my desk. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. It's full. You can get a psycho in a Walmart for like a dollar. I don't have the room for it in the time. <laughs> Do you have a living room? Yes. Okay, what's anyway. your news? Oh, the first one. Um, Ben Sherratt. Yes. His time on ice on December 3 has had a new career high for him. One um, billion minutes, apparently, yes. as according to everyone on Twitter. He played... <laughs> 30 minutes and 47 seconds. And that represents the fourth highest ice time in the league this season. And that's overall, not just defensemen. Huh? Ankoyab. Oh, yes. I thought you said I'm something. I was like, what are you? Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Oh, nothing. Um, The 
Oh, and he was talking about his um, ice time, I think, on... Crap. I forget which day it was. There, like, during the he last... He setting his own record. Breaking he, his own he, record. He's breaking his own record. And then there was a game this past week where he played um, four minutes during the third period. And, In a straight um, shift. Yeah. Like, it was just... He would just stayed on the ice for four minutes. And he was saying that he loved um that Claude trusted him and believed in him his ability to be on the ice for that long and handle the pressure that comes with it and both physically and just from the game um he was like nobody asks for less ice time exactly and yeah so I thought that was neat it is neat. I really like the revelation that he has been, especially since all every, all the shit talk in Montreal about the player over the summer, judging and prejudging and trying to poison everybody against the player before he even put on a pair of skates as yeah. a hab. And uh, there he is playing alongside Shea Weber. Yeah. <laughs> and like 30 plus minutes and looking like a beast. I know. Did they not listen, they not listen to his radio hit? Exactly. You know one what? I know one Winnipeg Jet fan, and um, he was very <laughs> sad to see Ben Sherratt go. Yeah. And that's all the information I have on the Winnipeg Jets. And maybe... <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> maybe um, it's kind of like a Dale Weiss situation where Dale Weiss, you know, he got shot on by Tortorella on not one but two teams. And then he comes to Montreal, and he's... You know, the, when he was playing with Michelle Terry and, you know, whose praises he still sings to this day, he was, as we know, he was our Dutch Gretzky and he was a fan favorite and he was awesome in the playoffs. And maybe the combination of Michelle, not Michelle, Claude Julien with um, with uh, Ben Sherratt is just, just clicks. Because you, showing trust, trusting a player, that goes a long way. I mean, not that, I mean, Ben Sherrod's a, he's a big boy. He doesn't need to have trust shown in him and motivation, but. Unlike can, some players. <laughs> he, he can recognize it and be grateful for it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Julian's I a mean, wonderful coach. Nobody is going to be upset about getting a pat on the back. Exactly. Or saying, somebody telling them, good job. Even if you know you're doing a good job, it never hurts to hear it from somebody else. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I have, it's very small. It's a it's a tease. Um, Noah so Juleson. What'd you say? So it's so small. It's a cool Caulfield. It's a. Cool a um, <laughs> I was talking about a South Park reference, but I can't oh. elaborate on oh. it. It's too. It's too. Um, okay. It's too MC much. Seventeen. It is. <laughs> um, Noah Juleson. He is still on the injured reserve, but he. Um, has been seen back with the Rocket. They thought maybe he would play um, on Friday against the Crunch, but he did not. Um, but he could be back soon, which I hope is true because he deserves it. And he wants to be back. And everything that, uh, every time I do see news about him, it's not encouraging. It's more worrisome. Yeah, I'm not yes. sure if he's... Um gonna cut it unless he, he unless they just stop playing him for the season and he has to rest again 
We'll see. Because, we'll see. um... I mean, if you're getting we're, migraines we're... after every game, ah, something's wrong. He, I yeah. just want him to be 100%. Yep. Yes. And then I don't he'll want, cut it. I don't want no him to problem. push himself. I don't want him to feel like he has to come back before he's ready. But I also miss him. Yeah. I'm glad I got to meet him. Oh, my God. Guess what? What? Next week, Beth and I are going to a hockey game together. Yes. Get Vancouver. it. Get it. Woo. I'm so excited. I have four game. days of work. And then I leave. Yay. Yay. Awesome. It's going to be so good. How so much fun is that? The most. Also, Vancouver and area and British Columbia listeners and anybody else who's going to be in Vancouver for the game who's a Habs fan. Um, hit us up. Yes. Yeah. Please we'll let do us a meet up. Hang out with you. Yeah, even if it's like interperiod, just go and beat each other. Yeah. 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 Holy cow. I think yeah. that's a good idea. I think we that's both, a we've already got idea. Heavy B lined up. Ooh. Yes. And KCCO. Oh, that yes. guy. Yeah. Do we know their real names? Nope. Not online, we don't. Okay. See, told you. But I know that I know their names. <gasps> okay, wow. I'll tell you later. Oh, and potentially uh, Curtis, what's his face? Oh, right, from uh, Kamloops. Yes, Curtis from Kamloops. Yeah, Kamloops, yeah. great town. Kamloops, Curtis. I love Kamloops. It's a fun place, ain't it? It's I cold right now. It's pretty chilly. Yeah, it's cold up there. Cold. I was looking at the weather, and I was like, okay, this is similar to here. I'll just wear what I wear right now. Because go. it's going to rain. Yeah. Today, today started out cold. It was um, about 2 degrees when I left the house, which is warmer than it was last week. And then by the end of the day, or not by the end of the day, but sort of by the time the sun goes down, it's like, I don't know, 9, 10 degrees out. Not yeah. bad. It's not bad. Yeah. If you have yeah. pants and a coat on, you're fine. Yeah, bring 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 a bring a coat that you won't get cold in. Yeah, if you have one. Yes, I do. I got one for Montreal last year. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yes. Uh, yeah. This morning it was freezing, zero degrees, and then it warmed up to ten. Perfect. It's just like here. And we're still there. That's what I just said. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a temperate zone all over the place. Weather. Mm-hmm. Weather we outside is really bad winter. Weather. Weather. <laughs> but the fire oh, is so delightful. The, the real one. What? Is there a fake one? Yes. Yes. From, um, <laughs> but since there's nowhere to go. What's the oh. fake one? Is it rude? No, it's just uh, weather outside is weather. And that's it. Cut. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Where is that from? It's beginning to look a lot like uh, fuck, like fuck this. this. <laughs> Everywhere you go. So that was from um the first one was from uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, the great and uh, talented oh. and legendary Paul Rudd is the um isn't he like he's a he's Isn't a, he like the surf pro? Fuck yeah, he is. Yeah. Also, another movie I've only seen once. 
You should watch it again. It is a good one. It's I do good. like that one. Not not it is only funny. just for uh, Mila Kunis, but um, everything else too. <laughs> oh man, I like her a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good. You know, she's egg. married to Ashton Kutcher. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good egg, Ashton. Yeah. yeah. I like things that he does. Yes, I do too. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. If only he would cut his fucking hair. Yeah. yeah. It's not sort 2007 anymore. Yeah. I've been rewatching Degrassi for the fifth time, and the remake, I'm... right? Yes. Well, actually, no. Yes. Well, this time I've I've seen both the remake and the originals, um, but this time I started with junior high, then senior high, and then the next generation. Um. But warp I... nine, go. <laughs> Stop. Oh, what's his face just passed away? Yeah, oh, no. the guy from yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Um. Uh, but... There is no god. <laughs> anyway, I just got to like the 2010 episodes of Degrassi, and the haircuts that the boys have. I'm like, why did I think this was attractive? I know. Because... What is wrong with me? <laughs> I blame good Charlotte. They never had hair. They didn't have the bowl haircuts, the skater bowl haircuts. Oh, uh, hmm. Yeah, I, I'm kind of. I can't ho- comment. I'm hard pressed to think of a band that that championed that look now. Um. Oh, crap. I'm yeah, thinking of one. That's tough. It's uh the guys that did all over you and the spell canvas. Oh my god. All right, we have to end the podcast. <laughs> um no, shit, we can't end it. We have a couple minutes left. Damn it. We're not going to talk about them anymore though. Thank you for oh, bringing I'm it up. Sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. You have to tell me after. No, nah, there's there's no reason. Tampa lost. Yep. Oh, Boston lost. 5, five to I'm 2. I'm Ottawa. <laughs> oh no. Thanks Ottawa. Thanks Ottawa. Good job. Good job, well Ottawa. Um, I asked <laughs> Cold Canuck Keith how he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'll tell you in an hour. And oh, God. 20 minutes ago, or 30 minutes ago, he said, crappy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, he's fine. Yeah. He, he's had a lot of, like, how the cushion that Boston has on the next team That's is ridiculous. something like 12 points. Yeah. It's stupid. And- I just think it's funny that it's Bergeron's first game back in a while. Oh, <gasps> I didn't and, know that. Yeah. yeah. They have the perfect line back together. <laughs> and they, they, oh, sorry. I was trying to, to look at something. And they pooped and, the bed. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just sent you something fucking funny, Veronica. <laughs> oh my God. That you would, that you would appreciate. Oh my God. So, Oh, yes. I saw that one today. Oh, my God. All right. Appreciate it. So, now we're we're at the end of it. Okay, yeah. No, we can. Actually.